good evening to all of you or good morning depending on whichever time zone you you guys are in listening to this podcast and today i'm just felt a little inspired to talk about learning to mind our own business and the reason for choosing this topic actually is <clears throat> when you think about it we've got a world that's in chaos uh, everybody's trying to mind the other person's business either at an individual level or even between countries you know and uh, i think it's important to for especially for leaders of businesses or whether it's a leader of a country or you know a leader in their own right or leaders in families and my view of leadership is each one of us is a leader in our in our own right right whether it's a it's a family scenario whether it's a business or you're running a country and it's important to learn to understand how to mind your own business now normally when we talk about the word business most people would tend to think of a business as a transaction in a typical business sense where you either are retailing a product or you're selling a service or some kind but i'm approaching the whole thing from a slightly different point of view in the sense that all of us own a business and the business is the business of our own mind and body right and if you learn to mind that business properly if each each one of us did it in the right way then we would definitely have a world and when i say the world obviously the subsets of each of our industries in it and people living in it would be a much more harmonious and happy place for us to live and if you look at the current environment and the way people are operating their businesses or running their nations it's quite obvious that most people have not really wanted to have a deeper understanding of how to get this right we don't bring peace to the world or happiness to the world with military might nor do you bring it with a lack of technology for instance is not the way or go overboard on technology with the, is not necessarily going to produce a harmonious world likewise neither is poverty is going to be is poverty useful or meritorious or is it very useful to be abundantly rich either the key thing is to have a good understanding of your own mind and it's important to learn how to mind your own business of your own mind so if you had to rephrase this i would say it's mind your the business of your own mind and if each one of us got that bit right that we learn to mind our own business of our own minds then we would graduate with a degree the mba and i would like to modify this and say mba stands for mind body awareness it's like your enlightenment degree the moment you learn to harmonize your mind body and awareness we will bring about a you know a, a harmony that is hard to explain as words but you would be peaceful happy and blissful and you would attain the best possible balance that you could have of success peace health well-being etc so jump right in what the point here we're going to begin this lecture straight away with trying to understand the mind right the mind you know there's often a joke if you would uh, like to recall and i remember this uh, from one of the books i read where a person goes to a saint and says my mind is troubling me and the saint actually asked the asked the person who complains so can you show me this mind then i will help you fix it you know and obviously you know the answer he can't find it you know so if somebody asks you what is mind you'll say it doesn't matter if somebody asks you what is matter you say never mind so this is how it keeps you evasive and dodging and you don't ever get the answer to this it's important that you you now divert your 
energies into actually understanding the nature of your own mind so that you can conquer it easily and quickly okay it's neither difficult it's not easy it's just that you just need to understand what is this mind and how does it work right so before i go on to the next topic within this uh, thing i just want to highlight the main message here is that it's why are we doing this particular podcast here is that to share with you that if we learn to be 100% responsible in terms of learning to manage our minds that is the thoughts and when you say mind it's nothing but thoughts your mind is full of thoughts and if we learn to disconnect from these thoughts and delete them then that's being 100% responsible and you just need to know how to do it so what is it that we need to know about our minds you know we have several layers of our mind and uh, we all tend to, most people are actually of i would say are are thinking that they tend they are living a life of their own free will and they do whatever they want but if you knew a little bit about your mind you'd actually be uh, you, you know you'd realize that it's too naive to think so because you're actually being driven most of the time by your subconscious memories so there is an element of the mind which is your subconscious mind and the subconscious mind is like a little child it's got memories from from your childhood of this life to maybe many many past lives and it's got many of them and you know these memories the best way uh, one of the ways you could possibly look at it is think of it as a flight black box right uh, it's got recordings from many of the many lives and these recordings are particularly or what you call memories are simply nothing but moments where you've not paid attention to what was happening as an experience and when you didn't pay attention the experience could not complete its class, lesson or class with you you know it's much like a classroom right if you if you were sitting in a class and uh, but your mind is elsewhere you wouldn't have understood what what was being taught in the lecture and the consequences of that would be that you know you didn't grasp the subject and it takes longer to finish an assignment for example and takes longer to learn what you were supposed to learn out of it so a lot of times what has happened is that in we we want some things we desire them and when they come to us our mind is elsewhere you know a powerful example to get this in our context is like you know when you're busy and working hard you tend to aspire for a working hall you you tend to aspire for a holiday for example and so what happens is when you're working in the office you're doing your mails or whatever you're up to and then you actually realize your mind is you know thinking maybe about this european holiday few months passed down the holidays come and when they when you're in europe in a holiday and your mind is thinking about my emails in the office what's happening at the business this is the monkey mind you know it keeps dodging you and what's important is that you don't need to conquer this mind you need to unplug from it and delete it that's that's all you need to do right so if you look at your minds basically all our minds fundamentally are full, filled with thoughts so when you say what's mind it's nothing but a bundle of thoughts what are thoughts they basically memories uh, memories that you've accumulated over many many lives put together right our job is to simply erase them uh, a good way to just understand this is imagine a whiteboard and if you filled up your whiteboard just writing random whatever thoughts show up in your mind you'd have a lot of clutter and garbage showing up there your job is to just take the duster and erase it so that nothing ever comes up on that board again now what happens as a process of doing this is that if you put in the right amount of effort the time and methods that are required to do this 
you actually do overcome the influence of these past memories and you connect back to your superconscious self or the source. And in doing so, what is the benefit? Now, when you work from a cluttered mind, you are not working with a fresh mind. You're actually working with your memories. And these memories are ancient. They're driven by, uh, you know, uh, memories and experiences and knowledge which is incomplete and not right from a holistic perspective. So you keep repeating the same mistakes again and again. You don't get to new stuff. You're not getting the right amount of balanced happiness and success and wealth and whatever it is that you're looking for. So you need to just get back to connecting to your superconscious self. And it's like it's, it's all this clutter that's blocking you. Now, from a, from a spiritual point of view, if you look at your body, basically there are certain invisible energy channels which we call in the yogic sciences as nadis. And uh, the more you think and you have too much of clutter of thoughts in your mind and confused, what happens is there is a blockage of energy flowing in these nadis. And as a result of that, what happens is that those parts of the bodies get weak, they become diseased and all this can simply be avoided by learning to be aware of your thoughts. You, the simplest thing that one needs to do at any point in time is to learn to get back to coming to the moment of now. You need to be in the now and the here. Your life is happening right now here but your mind is elsewhere and therefore it's incomplete. The happiness is missing because your mind has gone somewhere else. Now. It's pretty simple. How do you get your mind back to this moment of now? Straightforward, right? The moment you're lost, your mind has gone somewhere. All you need to do is come back to your breathing, right? Watch your, maybe you could start watching your tummy breathe. You watch your tummy go up and tummy go down. That's all you have to do. Now, if you find your thoughts are pulling you very hard out there and you really want to get back and it's not easy to get back to watching your breathing, what you could always do is, you know, Inhale inhale deeply and then hold it for some time and then exhale and then come back. You know, keep doing this for a while till you calm down, till your mind slows down. It's this moment of now that is required for you to connect back to the superconscious self so that you can get inspired. Now, what do I mean by inspiration? If you work out of your memory, what's going to happen is you're just going to keep repeating the same things and you're probably just going to package things differently. And you see this. I mean, many people think they're presenting new ideas, but you think about it. It's just a variant of things in different ways. You change a few numbers here and there and then, you know, make it sound and package it a little different. But it's not really different. It's just doing the same stuff. And that's the same reason that when you keep trying these kinds of ideas in business or in any scenario, whether it's political and trying to solve things, you don't really have solutions coming there. You know, they just sound different for a while and you're back to the same situation again. To get fresh inspired ideas, you need to connect to your superconscious self. And this happens when you learn to get into the now. Right. In some of my earlier podcasts, I was always, uh, I've been sharing some analogies for people to get back. And one of the concepts I shared was a driving meditation. And it's useful to bring this back here at this point in time so that, you know, I can drive this message across to you that meditation is not just about sitting cross-legged and stuff like that. It's about also understanding it's a way of life. How do you get to being, being aware and mindful at all moments? And it doesn't cost you anything. All you need is your breath. You don't need any apps. Get rid of them. You don't need these things. All You've got the best app with you, which is your own heartbeat and your breath. And you know what's happening from those things. Right? Just come back to your breathing. Every time the mind goes somewhere, come back to your breathing. Don't get annoyed with yourself. Don't get frustrated. Things are going, you know, it's normal for the mind to go astray. Come back. Don't be interested in the thoughts. That's, it's, that's all you really have to do. 
to bring the mind back into the now. Now, as you keep doing this, you become more and more, you know, in the now and you're letting go of thoughts and that's how you become responsible. So, how do you get to be, it's important to realize that, you know, whether it's your business scenario or political scenario or whatever it is that we're all living in, we're all responsible for it. You know, it's the collective way that we all think that brings about events in the world, right? So we need to take our part, do what we can do. And that's the best way of inspiring your community rather than giving lectures to them. Do what you can do and then, you know, automatically people are interested to, do, to follow you once they see some interesting results coming out of your way of living. So you need to pay attention to your class. And where is this class? It's happening right now. It's, your life is happening right now and that is the class. And the class is happening in your mind. And the point is, how do you know what's happening in your mind? You know it by watching the mind. So when you're lost into thinking, you've identified with the mind and you've got lost in that whole process. Now you need to unplug from this thinking process by watching the mind. And by watching the mind, it's important that you understand deeper and deeper each time that since you're witnessing the thoughts, you are not the thought. It's not you. It doesn't belong to you. And you need not worry about doing anything about the thought. The moment you try to get do something about the thought, you're saying it's mine and that's going to pull you back that direction. Just come back. You're aware of the thought. It doesn't belong to you. Now, what is the lesson that life is trying to teach you? You see, every time you're dealing with a colleague or a situation or with somebody that uh, you're kind of confused in your office what to do about, the point is they're actually a teacher. They're trying to show you something that's going on in your mind, right? If you can pay attention to the class and understand that you're thinking something which you need to let go of, come back to your breathing, be aware of your thoughts, don't do anything about it, just be aware, be patient. The more you do this, it's going to go away, right? And the, the problem out there is also going to be automatically resolved. To take this a little deeper from an understanding perspective, what one needs to understand is that while we think that there's a lot of people out there, there's millions and billions of people out there, the truth is, it's the one source that appears as all this many. And at every, every point in time, it's only trying to mirror to you what's going on in your mind. Now, I'm going to try to put this as words, but I don't know how easy it is going to be for anybody to grasp this. Uh, so... Try and grasp it. If you've still got more questions about it, I'd be glad to talk to you guys on Skype or WhatsApp or whatever. But the point is, there's different ways of learning lessons, right? And, or classes, you know, you could learn. And I would think that you must evolve to the best and the quickest way of learning, right? Now, one way of learning lessons is to interact with people and through your course of interactions, keep improving and evolve to a better version of you. Not a bad way to do things and probably the way that most of us would start, but there are some problems with that method in the sense that when you are doing this method, unless you come from a holistic perspective and understanding about who you are and what's the goal of life, you're likely to give in to too many sways of emotion and at the moment reactions that you have to, mo to things. But a better way than that is to learn to be aware of what is going on in your mind directly. You need not learn things from a mirror image reflection of the people that you meet, right? That is not really necessary. Uh, 
you could do that that way like for example if you were meeting if you've got a set of people whom you're finding lazy for example in your in your team or something like that it's also trying to mirror to you that somewhere in your life you've got the same laziness too so rather than trying to fix these guys up you should try this new method out next time be honest with yourself list out the situations where you actually have that same kind of trait in you and work on transforming yourself and you'd actually be pretty pleasantly surprised that actually without even having a chat with these people they've become to transform on their own and this is how the magic works the reason how this magic works this way is that the self which is awareness or what we call as the real i is everybody and everything everywhere and it's actually just acting as a mirror to you and the reason it has to mirror things to you in the form of people and events is because you're not watching your mind if you were watching your mind directly through a meditation practice of any kind that people that are out there you would directly be aware of your thoughts and there is no need for you to interact with people to get this to get the to get the message across to you now think about this very deep sounds simple in terms of what i'm saying but it's worth a huge amount of uh, value in terms of how this can influence things in big business decisions to big political decisions to the smallest ones because when you know this power of this of what this uh, secret has for you it it can do miracles for you at any at any given point in time and it requires the courage to try it out test it and the more you test it you're going to build confidence in this in this way of thinking it's a very different way of thinking and it does take some time to digest this kind of uh, approach to life also now the important thing here i'd like to stress about and just to build a little curiosity in people out there is also about the concept of responsibility and uh, one of the things that intrigued intrigued me many years ago was the hawaiian healing art of ho'oponopono so hawaiian healing art of ho'oponopono is about taking 100% responsibility and uh, for those of you who might already know it or who don't know it the interesting story comes of dr hugh len who is uh, known for one of the biggest miracles of this lifetime where he actually healed mentally ill patients in a hawaiian prison who were seriously ill psychiatric patients who had to be chained uh, because of their unstable minds and he healed them not by psychotherapy and talking to them and, and the conventional methods that people would do he would just simply not even interact with them in terms of talking much to them but he would just walk on the walk into the wards and just read their files and see them from a distance and you know what we would typically say is not work done really you know but magically he has healed them and the reason and they were soon released from chains and got into you know more humane activities like cookie baking and finally these guys did admit to their crimes and they they were released and the prison also got closed and you might be interested in checking out this book called zero limits uh, which you could check on amazon or kindle or you know any of these uh, portals where you could grab this book and um, i do share this uh, video already on my blog your mindset coach dot blog and you can do feel free to ch- check it out now the reason for bringing up hoponopono here is that uh, i'm just going to let you into the secret of hoponopono which i've been practicing now all these years also in addition to many other things which i do is two simple key words which is i love you and thank you 
When you say these to yourself while you are mindful of thoughts, and even better to make them even more powerful is to inhale, I love you, and exhale, thank you. You are deleting the subconscious memories within your, within your mind, which are behind the reason why you think and act and react in a certain way. When you say, I love you and thank you, you're actually inviting the divinity, whatever we choose to call that or associate divinity with, to get into your subconscious and, you know, kind of neutralize all these memories which are misfiring and giving you all this problem and putting you out of balance. Simple to do, doesn't cost anything. And one of the practices that I'd like to share with people is, I, I do a lot of meditation every day. Uh, which is sitting and that's Kriya Yoga, that's what I mostly do. But besides that, I do spend a good amount of time doing my diary where I actually write the a name of God and I love you and thank you and I write that 108 times every day. And I, and, I, and I actually do this two times, once in the morning and then once at night and then I sleep immediately after doing it. And actually when I sleep at night with a very light stomach and a little bit of meditation, the I love you and thank you helps to release a lot of memories in the form of dreams. And when you can finish a lot of your life classes in your dreams and you're alert in your dreams, then you don't need to go through these classes during the waking waking dream. So it's called a dream yoga practice. So the point is that you see the there is a waking dream, which is what we when we when we are doing your 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 day your day life, which is also as good as a dream. And I've kind of taken that example on a podcast earlier, which you can check up on my channel. And your night dreams are also unreal too. Now, if you're able to shift a lot of these memories into your night dreams and be and witness them and be alert in the dreams and be awake, you can actually finish a lot of your lessons there so that you move move through this clutter of junk and let go of them quickly. So, just to sum up here, the, the, the real message to convey to all these people, to all of you listening out there about the, the leadership points that we've been talking about here is that I think we need to evolve in our in this world of leadership and in, and introduce and the concept of hundred percent responsibility. And to be hundred percent responsible means to understand that everything is a mirror of our thoughts and mind and emotions and feelings. So, the more aware you are of your thoughts, you let go of them. And when you let go of them, not only do you heal, but so do the people in your teams or in your communities or the bigger community of our whole world. And Knowing how to do this would make our life easier, would make it good for everybody else, and we would all flow towards inspiration. I hope you've enjoyed it, and if you do have any questions, do get in touch with me. I'd be glad to help you out. Thank you.